Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Classroom 2.0 Live session today. We're so glad that you've joined us, and I'm Kim Case, and I'm pleased to co-host today with Peggy George and Lorna Pascantini. And today we're going to be talking about attending NET 2009 in person and virtually. And our special guest, although he's not new to our session, is Steve Harkadon. Each week at the same time, we gather to discuss the technology tools and issues. Our broadcast consists of a one-hour session that is recorded. The link to the full video, audio recording, and chat log will be posted to our Classroom 2.0 Live site at live.classroom2.com. The topic each week is posted on the Classroom 2.0 Live site so that you can be prepared with links, ideas, and tools that you'd like to share. We also bring in a newbie question each week that's pre-announced so you can bring possible answers and solutions to share each week. At the end of the show, if there's time, we hope that you will share some of your highlights from the previous week. Before we begin, I would like to share some of the features that we're going to be using today in Illuminate. During today's sessions, we'll be asking poll questions. And to cast your vote, you'll be using either the check mark, the red X, or the letters A and B. And those will be found in the top window in the menu. You won't be clicking or marking anything on the whiteboard at that time. Below the participant window is a hand with a green arrow on it. If you'd like to ask a question or share a comment, please raise your hand by clicking on that hand with the green arrow and then you'll be given the ability to use the microphone to speak. Next to the hand are two emoticons, the applause symbol and a thumbs down symbol. In the far right is a blue door. If you need to step away from your computer, please click on the blue door and then we'll know you're not available at that time. Below those symbols is the chat window. If you'd like to send a message to the room, you would type your message and click the send button. To send to this room, make sure the word this room is visible. If you wanted to send a message to a specific person or moderator, you would use the drop-down arrows to make your selection. Moderators are able to see all private messages throughout the session, so keep that in mind when sending messages. Also, if you download the chat log after this session, they are visible, but they are not visible in the Illuminate recordings or the Illuminate chat log. In the bottom right is the button to activate your microphone. Click the microphone button to begin speaking. Be sure to click the mic button when you're finished speaking to deactivate your microphone. If you cannot see the chat whiteboard or would like to resize the different windows, you can change the session layout. Click on View in the top menu. Sometimes the layout is locked, and you may need to click on the Layout Lock option to unlock the feature. You can then select the desired layout as shown on the right, or drag out the individual windows and resize them to fit your screen. In a moment, we'll be using the whiteboard tool to indicate our location on the world map. We have also um, had the privilege of having Tammy with us, who is doing the closed captioning features for those who are hearing impaired. So be sure to let your friends know who um, might be have who might have difficulty hearing. 
that we have this option available, and we really appreciate Tammy doing this for us. So please let them know that this is available, and Tammy does that for each week for us. So we thank her very much for uh, providing this service to all of our um, Classroom 2.0 live participants. Now we're going to be using the whiteboard tool, which is um, the laser pointer, and it's the blue wand with the red starburst at the end of it. So right now, if everybody would please click on the uh, laser pointer and indicate your location in the world map. You may need to drag your little sunburst style or your location uh, point over a little bit to the right. Sometimes it doesn't quite go to the exact location. And it's so great to see people throughout the world, lots of people in the United States and Canada. I've also seen some in, of course, Australia with Sue Waters with us. She has a special announcement for us. In Europe, Asia, South America, and we are so glad that everybody is with us today. And thank you so much for joining us. We're so privileged that you have uh, taken time to uh, be with us this morning or this evening wherever it is, whatever time it is in your uh, part of the world. And now we're going to go ahead and go on to some poll questions. And Steve would like to know who is in South Africa or Asia. If you'd like to reveal that information, Galen's there from 6 p.m. in South Africa. That's exciting news. So let's go on to the poll questions. And again, you'll be using the menu in the very top um, menu bar at the top of your window. And have you ever attended NEC in the past? If you have, please click the green check. And if you have not, click the red X. And then I'll post the results in just a bit once everybody's had a chance to weigh in. If you have attended NEC, please click the green check. And if you've not, click the red X. And um, the results, it looks like about 43% of this group has not. And about 38% has attended NEC at one point in the past. So this will be an exciting discussion today for those who have not. And for those who have, they can share and prepare those participants who are um, going to NEC. And if you're not sure what NEC is and what NEC stands for, we will also be enlightening you on that aspect in just a bit, too. And the next question. Um, are you attending NET 2009 in person or virtually? If you would please click the A for in person and B for attending virtually this year. 
and then I'll get the results. And it looks like about 42% of this group will be attending in person. So that's exciting. And about 38% of us will be attending virtually. So we're going to have a great conversation today. And before we get in depth into the conversation, I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to Steve. And uh, Steve, if you can give us some background on NEC, what NEC is, what it stands for, and um, then we'll go ahead and get started on some ways that we can attend and what we need to do to prepare to attend in person and virtually. Hi, everyone. So this is Steve. Now, I don't know that I want to drill down fully on what we could do to attend uh, physically and virtually, but we'll give a teaser because I think we're going to talk about that today. Um, I think I will bring up the web tour so you can see ISTE's uh, site. ISTE is the International Society for Technology and Education, and they run an annual conference. Among many other things that they do, they run an annual conference called NECC the National Educational Computing Conference. Is my volume high enough? I'm going to turn it up just a little. And uh, this is a really fun show. Um, uh, let's see, two years ago, three years ago this summer uh, in Atlanta, we held the first EduBloggerCon, which was an informal gathering of bloggers the Saturday before the actual conference. And that's morphing and growing into a variety of events that are going to be really fun to talk about today that, that are around um, participation uh, in different ways at a conference, uh, and this year hopefully uh, substantially with virtual participation. So this is, uh, for those of us in North America, this is probably the big EdTech show. Uh, typically, I think 15 to 18,000 people attend. Um, I run an open source pavilion and speaker series there, uh, and I think by virtue of that. I'm also the Emerging Technologies Chair for the show, which I don't know that really means a, a ton, but it does indicate uh, NECC slash ISTE's commitment to kind of furthering, further exploring these technologies, integrating them into what they do, and supporting and promoting these kinds of entrepreneurial activities. So it looks like the site's not coming up in the web tour, so I'm just going to close that down. But I put the link in the chat. So how was that, Kim? That was a great overview. That was good. So let's go ahead and start. Um, I think a lot of people um, are interested in how they can attend virtually and also about um, if they didn't get a proposal accepted formally, how can they present informally um, at NEC? Okay, so I'm just going to launch in. And what I did was I thought we could potentially divide our session today into three categories. One is to talk about um, EduBloggerCon. One is to talk about NECC Unplugged. And then one would be to get from you your favorite tips and tricks and advice for preparing 
for NECC for those who are going physically. So um, let's do that last if it's okay. Put in the chat if you disagree with the order there. Uh, Edu Blogger Con is this all-day Saturday event that, that NECC helps to sponsor by providing us with a room at the convention center. And I'm going to share my desktop. Well, the big difference this year is we're going to go fully unconference. Thanks to Joe Corbett and Wes Fryer and Sue Waters, uh, I'm kind of combining different ways of going full-on conference. But the idea is that we will. Oops, I've got the wrong thing going here. You're not seeing my screen, I don't think. So the idea is that we will actually uh, not only have the a wiki up where anybody can put down any session they want to hold at any at the Edge Blogger Con. And we're, we'll have six, six defined areas where that can take place. But we will also have, this is Edu, NECC, is, uh, or EduBloggerCon is at uh, EduBloggerCon.com. If somebody wouldn't mind putting that in the chat, I'm not in the web tour, so I can't just automatically pop it in. But if you go there and click on the actual event page link, You'll see information about EduBloggerCon, and then click on the agenda. And this is what's so fun for me. Okay, so I, I stayed up late last night with my wife going to see Star Trek at the movies. So this is an early morning effort to redo the wiki. So I hope I didn't make any big mistakes. But what I've done is I've put the time in for the Saturday event, which is the Saturday before EduBloggerCon. Then I've put in an international time link, and we'll go ahead and put in a time and date link so that people can can use this. Um, then main information with uh, basically five sessions throughout the day. And then you can see this A, B, C, D, E, F. Those will be six different defined areas. And anybody will be able to go in and actually plug in uh, a session that they would like to facilitate or hold. So I forgot to put in the note about don't prepare, but I will. I've got that somewhere. The idea being this is not formal presentation. These are discussions. Then I've put in three virtual rooms, which will have uh, will run through Illuminate. And the idea being, it's going to be very hard to actually Illuminate stream the the six different six plus different sessions that will be taking place as facilitated conversations. But we want anybody who's not actually there to be able to post and or hold together with each other sessions at the same time. So if anybody wants to, they can actually, um, if you're in San Francisco or you're in Arizona and you're not going to be in any CC, at an at, uh, Edu Blogger Con, you can actually go ahead and put in a session other people can attend through Illuminate. So I think this is going to be really fun. Uh, and it will be, we can actually expand on this if we need to. I, I think three should probably be enough, but we'll see how it goes. I've also put, I'm going to go back to the event homepage. I've also put a place in the wiki where if you wanted to hold an EduBloggerCon in your local city, town, area, that you could actually list it here with a place. And I put an example that wiki spaces might say, okay, we're going we're gonna to hold a San Francisco EduBloggerCon. Uh, at the same time, we'll watch the other sessions being streamed and we'll share with each other in kind of an unconferency way. So very anxious to hear how you think about that before we move on to um, NECC Unplugged. So any feedback, ideas, thoughts about this? Anybody who went to EduBloggerCon last year and felt like it was too organized, does this help to address that?
Lauren, do you want to go ahead? No, I'm fully hitting the wrong thing. Sorry. Okay. Well, what were you trying to hit? I, I hope it, it wasn't was the good, thumbs down. No, no, I was thinking it was a really good idea, and, and I'm very excited about trying to figure out how to organize that and connect with the people to uh, make that happen in different communities. I see most of it is naturally listed in states, but it'd be nice to have the same kind of that happening in Canada. I guess I'm going to have to be responsible for that. Thanks. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's actually going to work. I, I thought any CCM plug, because it takes place Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday during the show, people may not want to actually gather for some kind of an event. But EduBloggerCon maybe provides a, a reason, and it's a Saturday, uh, where if people wanted to get together locally to share and contribute. And then if, say, you're in San Francisco, and you, you look at this agenda, and you say, hey, I want to do something on wikis, and the virtual EduBloggerCon, you can actually list it there, and other people who are just watching from their computer or from other locations could do so as well. Um, Jim W. Um, made, asked about if Pearson was going to be filming this year. Uh, no, there will be no Pearson filming this year. <laughs> okay, so, and oh, are there going to be breakout movie rooms? Question. Or? Yeah, so we're okay. negotiating with NECC right now uh, because the rooms are always an issue, but there are going to be lounge areas. There's going to be a lot of room. And we'll, we'll find a way of identifying what those areas are. And we expect and hope that even with the six defined areas where people can be holding sessions, conversations, that there may be even other places that people go off and have talks and we'll find a way to allow them to post it here or to not. C. Lynn says, I think some of us might be newbies at EduBlogger going solo. Okay, so the idea is we're actually going to start an hour earlier and have a mix and mingle, which is completely social time. So if you are a newbie, we want you to come an hour early and be a part of just meeting other people. And then my passion is around helping newbies. And so I'm going to always try and make sure there's something at each time slot that, that, that is good for the, newbie, for the beginner. And, I, and there's a little bit of an argument about whether or not you know, we, uh, we call the people who attend EduBloggerCon uh, EduBloggers. Um, Scott McCloud is just uh, being uh, brilliantly generous and it's going to make up these little tags you can add to your badges that say NECC Unplugged. And, and he wants it to say EduBlogger. I haven't been arguing that it says EduBloggerCon, meaning I've attended EduBloggerCon, but I may not actually be a blogger. I may be social media, Twittering. I may not be blogging. But we'll work those fine details out. But do you like the idea of having an hour meeting beforehand for beginners or for people just to socialize? And do you like the idea of having um, it really be sort of unconferency here? We're not going to do any voting. I mean, you, people will just put in sessions in the grid, and uh, you attend the ones you want to. And if you're, you feel like somebody's presenting at the same time, it's going to take your, you know, people away that you want to be a part of your conversation. Just move it to a different time. Jen says, "Question. Raise your hand, Jen, or we'll give you the mic." A group has not been known to fill out wikis. You know, the first EduBloggerCon was all wiki-based, and it worked great. And, and there should be a note on there that says, I think I put a note, if you don't know what to do, 
we'll, we'll have people who can help you. We're going to put some links to helpers who can help people fill out the wiki. The problem is anything other than a wiki becomes so formalized that it's really hard to adjust and maneuver and change the way you want an unconference to be. Well, you're not, I'm not expecting that newbies will actually be setting up many sessions. This will also talk be structuring it at EduBloggerCon, too. Say that again, Kim. You'll also be structuring the sessions at EduBloggerCon, too, in addition to the wiki, correct? Well, 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 there will be people who will be, I mean, there will be filling out of the wiki. We'll probably lock the wiki at some point the morning of EduBloggerCon so that people don't get a lot of these editing conflicts. But it's... Um, it will be possible to move things around quite a bit, even during the day. So Jen's, Jen's point is well taken, which is that newbies aren't likely to fill out a wiki. At the same time, I, you know, let me know if there's another form that you think would be better, but I have a hard time finding another way of organizing an event like this that has the flexibility. So the, the result being, if you want to facilitate a discussion, you don't know how, we'll have a link up there for someone to contact and and to learn to edit the wiki so that you actually get a benefit from learning. Is that a good spin? Yeah, we tried that last year with t-shirts for helpers. Uh, we are teachers provided them. It didn't really, I don't think people really got it or worked out, but we definitely could do that again or, or do some kind of a way for helping facilitate. Well, Jan, we had really good success with the wiki two years ago, so I think we're going to be okay. And I put a note. Um, if you've never edited a wiki before, please give it a try, or you can ask for help. Please do not delete other sessions. If you do so, we'll assume it was an accident, new wiki user, and we'll put them back. Love that revert button. If you notice your session <laughs> has accidentally been overwritten and we didn't notice and put it back, please put it back yourself. So I'm missing some of these comments because in the desktop share I don't I don't get the full view. I wonder if there's a way for me to do that. Hang on, I'm gonna try and change my layout here and I think you'll still see everything. Oh good. I think I've got everything else. Are you still seeing my screen? You can give me a smiley face yes, if you are. We are. We are. <clears throat> So, so if you're organizing a group meeting, when do you recommend would be the best time to attend as a group? So are you thinking like if you were going to hold one in Rockland, Danelle? We're babysitting a friend's child. If you hear some crying in the background, that's what it is. <laughs> well, I put down maybe you, you could meet at the same time, you know, but you could meet at any time and just pick up the, you know, you meet for a half day. Or because this is Eastern time, meeting at the same time would be when the actual welcoming starts. Let's say the first session starts at 9.30 Eastern, so that would be 6.30 Pacific. You probably won't do that, but you might do the afternoon sessions. And starting at 1 Eastern would be 10 Pacific and go through till the end. Okay, well, I'm glad there are no major kinks or disagreements. Um, the wiki one well noted, and I'm having trouble following all the chat, but I'm going to move on. 
to NECC Unplugged because this I am so excited about. Okay, so NECC Unplugged started uh, last year with the idea that people could actually, who didn't get accepted to speak at NECC or who had a topic that had come up since proposals were due, could actually present at NECC. So, and it was held in the Bloggers Cafe, which presented a little bit of a conflict because of the trying to do two things at once, have a Bloggers Cafe and have NECC Unplugged. So this year we have our own space for NECC Unplugged. It's across and a little, it's a little bit across and near to the Bloggers Cafe, so it's close. It has a whiteboard for presentation. It has, um, we're going to have to figure out how to get a microphone for the live streaming, but we're going to illuminate stream every session that takes place there. And if you look at this screen here, you'll see it's, it's, again, it's a wiki. I've only done the Monday, so Tuesday and Wednesday. Don't look at the format because they're, I haven't, I haven't copied over from Monday yet. But there will be time sessions that will be matched against um, NECC's actual concurrent sessions. You can just sign up to present, and you'll be presenting. If you're at NECC, you can present physically, and it will get streamed out through Illuminate. If you're not at NECC, you'll also be able to sign up to present through Illuminate. And everybody watching can watch either the physical NECC Unplugged or the other virtual presentations. There's a column for also linking to any other forms of streaming that are taking place. So this used to, we called this last year NECC Live. And I think, Jen, you actually helped to manage that wiki at one point. But the idea being that you can put in here if there's a live Ustream going on or anything else going on in a time slot, you can actually go in and update it so people can have one place to go to see streaming content. Okay, so um, this I am really excited. About. I'm excited about both, but this you know holds the potential to kind of um, you know for me to redefine the conference experience because it's a blended. It's blended with the physical conference and the virtual, and the virtual attendees can both present and watch both the physical and the virtual. So tell me, so Karen says, how do we sign up? And if, if, if you ask another question, it passed me by, I apologize, but I'm having a hard time watching both. Uh, how do you sign up to present? I'm rejecting with Phil Love's chair. Okay, so Karen, this is what I love. You'll just go into the wiki, and we've got to get the time right here, so don't go in yet. And you'll just put in a presentation. Say we'll make them half-hour presentations. I think is the default. But you'll go in at 10 o'clock on Monday and just put in your name, the presentation, and, and then you will just show up and give the presentation. Does that uh, does that help? So okay. And again, I mean, there's the uh, the enthusiasm is probably coming through. For me, this is just so exciting. If you've always wanted to present at NECC and you haven't been able to, you can. And these will be streamed and recorded. And um, this, uh, for me, this is this is getting past the physical constraints of conferences, which typically have driven how they run. I mean, you have a limited number of rooms. You have a, you have people traveling great distances. So the driving force is is uh, you know a committee determining the best possible um, session for the maximum benefit for everybody involved. When you get into a virtual arena, anybody should be able to present, and then the audience votes with their feet, whether you attend or not. 
And so, you know, for me, this is just a very exciting way of thinking about, you know, how to allow for a topic or something to come up that that maybe there isn't a full understanding of that still has value but doesn't make it through the selection process. So I'm not going to read the chat and see what, how you're responding to this. Is this a positive? Do you like this format? No, it's definitely a positive. There are good, great comments going through. People are definitely excited about it. And now that they know where to go, I think that um, the wiki will be uh, filling up. Well, don't fill it up yet because <laughs> my early morning cramming to get this in for the show, I didn't. Uh, you know, I haven't changed the Tuesday, Wednesday, and I also haven't. Um, you actually checked against the NACC schedule, so uh, I need to make sure that that's in there because there are going to be some NACC things that we're not going to conflict with, where um, you know, any um, keynote sessions, you know, we'll probably have to block out. Yeah, I've locked the page right now. Thanks, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jen says, what if I only want to attend NECC? I'm plugged out to pay for NECC. I mean, we're going to be in, we're not going to be in the exhibit hall. I think you do. Although you could watch everything virtually. Yes. Oh, Danelle, we're not going to stream the Edge of BloggerCon um, uh, Conversations because they're really not that they're not that would really be hard to do. But we're going to have three virtual rooms where anybody who wants to participate virtually can actually post and watch other people's sessions in a virtual EduBloggerCon. Sue says, "Why not?" And I'm wondering what you're asking. Why not for us? The question: Why aren't we actually going to stream the conversations? And the answer to that would be that they are sort of there are people sitting around in chairs, and it's, it would be very difficult to actually make sure we had a mic that could pick that up and and could video that in any reasonable way or stream that video. So, um, yeah, I, and I think our experience from Pearson last year was that that's actually so intrusive to the nature of a physical unconference session that conversation that um, shying away from it. Okay, so I am going to do. There is going to be a call for volunteers, meaning uh, we are going to need for EduBloggerCon. We're going to need some people to kind of man the virtual rooms and help make sure that the people who are presenting know how to use the use Illuminate and, and do okay. And then for NECC Unplugged, we're actually going to need some people physically there to help make sure that the, there is you know, actual streaming of the on-site sessions. And then we're going to need some people virtually to help uh, do the same. Uh, virtual facilitation. I can definitely help virtually. Yeah, and I have you down, Kim. I'm going to go to my, this is always dangerous, so I have my link here. I'm going to go to my actual notes for, there's that crying baby. Okay, so. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I've got down my volunteer list. 
Okay, so I know that uh, Terry Beffo wants to help. I know Kevin Honeycutt wants to help physically. I know Darren Draper wants to help. Danelle said she could help remotely. Kim, you said you would help remotely. Call out anybody else that would like to be a part of that group, and we'll have a separate meeting for volunteers. Oh, that's right, Daryl. I think you'd said you wanted to help. Did I miss anybody? Maybe you can contact me independently as well. So, uh, you know, I do tend to get enthusiastic. I'm very enthusiastic about this. I'm excited about the opportunity to have this be both virtual and physical and, and really kind of drill down on the unconference thing. Um, Joe Corbett and Wes wanted us to had proposed that we go to a bar camp model, and my concern was that um, that that was introducing a whole new uh, set of concepts, and I didn't want to have things be too confusing. But I think in a lot of ways we'll accomplish the same thing. Yeah, so Jensen's bar camp question. Well, that was my concern. So uh, there are some. Conventions with a bar camp on conference, and and they some of them make sense, and some of them I think would just confuse our audience. So basically, we're going to use the wiki to organize and facilitate the conversations, and I think our audience will get that because that's how we did it uh, two years ago. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. How do we want to integrate Twitter into this, if at all? Uh, I know there's a tweet up at being organized by Jeff Cor Jeff Corbett's company. I can't remember the name of it. Has been is in some relationship with NECC for some kind of new media stuff. And one of the things they're organizing, I think, is a Tuesday night tweet up, and that can get listed in the NECC Unplugged wiki. Yeah, will Twitter be able to handle NECC? That's a good question. Actually, I think Twitter could be able to handle anything now. Everybody, I I'm in restaurants and I hear people talking about Twitter. Has Twitter jumped the shark? <laughs> okay, yeah, I put in hashtags in the wikis, and so they, they should be good to see. Okay, so we're now at, um, and, and then the question about live blogging. So there's this column on the right-hand side where you could put any live blogging links. Uh, so NECC Unplugged, I hope, can handle you know, a variety of information for the virtual attendee. Okay, did I miss anything in the chat that was critical? She so says, what about tagging posts? I did put uh, a, a recommended tag, NECC Unplugged. Uh, for a JabloggerCon, I made the tag EBC09. I'm open to changing that. Peggy says, t-shirts for mentors at NECC Unplugged. I, if somebody wants to do that, I would love to have somebody work on that, but I, it's not going to fall within my bandwidth because we did it last year and it didn't really, I didn't think it made a big impact. So I uh, would love it if somebody else moves forward. Second Life t-shirts. <laughs> How do you follow the hashtags? I follow the hashtags by going to search.twitter.com. And 
what, what would be a good hashtag for right now? So you put in the hashtag and it shows up and, and it does a nice job of letting you know when there are new listings. So I don't know Twitter fall. If anybody wants to put any links in, please feel free to. Okay, so that uh, any last comments before? I mean, of course, this is still still can be changed. We can redo this, but are we on the right track? And if we are, can you know? Can we? Does there is there a general agreement amongst this group that these are good ways to move forward and that uh, these will be um, worthwhile for us to be involved in? Peggy says, can people present virtually too? Absolutely. So that's the whole idea. Uh, here in EduBloggerCon, there are three virtual presentation rooms where anybody can present. And those who are attending EduBloggerCon virtually can watch those presentations or present. Um, the difference between EduBloggerCon and NECC Unplugged with the virtual world is that we will not be virtual streaming the conversations from EduBloggerCon because they're so casual. For NECC Unplugged, Anybody can sign up to present both physically on site or virtually. And again, the virtual, and this time the virtual attendees can watch the physical or the virtual. Did that answer the question? My ability to manage the chat and talking is being severely tested. And I'll make sure, I guess we've got to do this quickly, I'll make sure that this NECC, these grids actually match up to the NECC time so people can start filling those in relatively soon. Okay, I want to take a two-minute stretch break by showing you a couple of sites that have been really fun for me this week. This one is a day and night world map. I don't know if others of you have uh, looked at this, but this tells us exactly uh, what what the light is like for Sioux Waters right now. And I also love this one, which gives you that same kind of concept but actually fills in the times. And then when I w we did the we did a Sacramento classroom took on a live workshop um, a couple of weeks ago and I discovered Dropbox and I just love Dropbox. This is a program that lets you put a folder on your desktop, whether you're in Windows, Mac, or Linux. And it um, you, you pull files into it. It stores them locally, but it also synchronizes them out to storage on the cloud. It's two gigs for free. And uh, then you can create that same Dropbox folder on other computers and have them match up to your um, synchronized cloud so that any computer you pull a folder into, uh, you pull a file into your folder on that computer, <coughs> it synchronizes up with the cloud and syncs to all the other computers so you have access to all of your documents, whatever computer you're on. <laughs> so is it Q as well and I just missed it? That's so much that I miss. And then, has anybody played with Picnic? This to me is brilliant. Uh, pick, yeah, I was probably zoning. I zone a lot. 
a picnic, you don't even have to register. In, in 15 seconds, you can have upload. If you just click Get Started Now, you upload a photo or a graphic. You can scale it. You can crop it. You can get rid of red eye, I think. I just use it mostly for the scaling and the cropping. But it's so darn fast. And then you can save it right to your desktop again. And I'm using it for almost all of the things that I used to use GIMP for. Just sort of, sort of basic, simple editing, rotating, cropping, and the like. Um, so darn fast. I even bought the subscription because my kids love it. And they can do all kinds of really creative things. OK, so that was our stretch break. There's crying in the background. Um, so what do we want to do? I, I would like to hear from you as the ways in which you've improved your experience at NAC um, when you were attending, and maybe physically or virtually, although the virtual won't be as nice, but I mean, won't be as, you won't have as much experience. But uh, are there ways in which you've prepared, organized yourself, done certain things at NAC that really made a difference for you? And, and let's open this up. And, and Kim, if it's OK, I'm going to, can I create a new slide and um, keep, keep notes in the slide? Absolutely. I know somebody mentioned about the, uh, the a previous meeting about uh, kind of what to pack even, and sharing ideas of what to pack in your suitcase, Tech, technology-wise. Peggy, did you have a comment you wanted to share? Yes, this is my chance. <laughs> I've really been thinking about the things that really helped me last year. And uh, I was one of the people that suggested going to the, the NECNING from last year to read all the discussion about the technology cards. It was something that hadn't really occurred to me before then. And what they are is um, a different version of your typical business card that has just the kind of information that vendors ask for when you go by their booth. And so you have all of that filled in in a card, and you don't have to stand there and write it all in. And in addition, you put those things that you really want people you're meeting to um, know about, like your Skype name, and your Twitter name, and your website, and your blog. Anything that you might want to share with somebody who shares your passion for technology. So there were lots of ideas exchanged on that NECNING last year. And we have the link in the share tabs. So you can go take a look at some of them. People talked about the different things they included, where they um, bought their cards, if they bought them. Many just created them on their own computers using software they had. But that was a real lifesaver for me. And uh, while I have the mic, I have just a couple of other tips. One huge thing was having one of those little monster to go uh, power strips. I got the one with the six ports. And those are so valuable because when you sit in a session like at Neck Unplugged, there are a limited number of outlets. And you become instantly famous if you plug in a power strip that provides six additional outlets for people. And I use that so many times. And it really made a difference in um, having more access. Because you can't go all day at NEC without 
plugging in somewhere to get more power. So definitely think about that. It's, it's very small and compact, and it fits easily into your tech bag. And the, and the final thought I wanted to share before I turn this over to get other great ideas is think about creating a planner or even a group planner on the next site. Because even if you don't go to all those sessions, it makes it instantly easy for you to find the ones you liked in advance and to anticipate when you might need to go a little early to get into something or you're going to need to travel the whole course of the building and, and to allow time for that for getting there. The group planner, I really like like if you're going with someone and you want to meet up and share common experiences with them. The one disadvantage to me is that you can only have one group planner. So you can't do that with multiple groups of people. But it also is a very nice feature. But think about creating a planner that helps you do a little pre-planning so you don't miss something that is really special for you. And now I'll turn it back to others. Thanks, Peggy. Um, does anybody else have an idea or a question they'd like to ask about preparing to attend next? Keith? So I, I use that uh, NECC planner, but for me, I don't want it to be my only way of planning because things like NECC Unplugged aren't going to be on it. So I went to the NECC planner and picked out the sessions that I knew I wanted to go to. And then I copied that and I put it in a Google Doc. And every conference I go to now, I create a Google Doc with a schedule for myself so that when someone says, hey, can we meet at lunch on this day or do you know about this, I have a, an actual Google Doc schedule that's always available to me. Ray, you have the microphone. Would you like to make a comment or ask a question? So Washington tends to be warm and humid in the summer. I don't know about Celsius, but I know it's in the upper 90s sometimes. Hello. It's Ray here from Canada. Hello, Ray. Hello, Ray. Ah, mm -hmm. there we go. I guess it, I didn't press the microphone the first time. Sorry. Yeah, just a quick question. What is the value of unstructured time at NEC? I've heard from somebody up here that it is so big that you have to give yourself a bit of breathing room rather than just run from session to session uh, in terms of connecting with people that you shouldn't structure your time so tight that you don't have an opportunity to do that. Steve, what would be the value of um, planning unstructured time? Well, certainly I think NECC does a really good job of making some uh, locations available for connecting with other people and just kind of decompressing and talking and making connections. There are the lounges, so there's the Bloggers Cafe, the Second Life Lounge. There are a number of them, and so uh, and I think sort of overall there's there is a sense that if you go to a conference and go from session to session to session and you don't actually have time to have those hallway conversations or to decompress, 
that you end up coming home with a box full of notes that you may never really actually go through. And so I, I'm not sure this is specific to NACC, but just uh, sort of uh, the sense that um, being a little more relaxed actually ends up providing you with more good takeaway value. Great, thanks very much. Appreciate it. I'm not sure my answer is a fair play, I'd be interested in hearing from others. And Daryl G. brought up, or somebody did, um, it is important to get to uh, some of the sessions early because they do fill up quickly. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Does the new Google profile account that sends you business cards, would that be a place to send people for getting a social media card? Sure, you get 25 of them printed for free. It just takes a couple weeks for them to print it and send them out. But that's definitely a good option. You can also just print um, address labels. Does anyone else have a comment that they'd like to share about uh, preparing for NET or a question that they would like to ask? If so, please, um, okay. Jen, you have the mic. One thing that, um, that people might want to do is um, be willing to be able to Skype out conversations. Last year, I wasn't able to go to NIC, but I had several friends that were. And um, though the session wasn't Ustreamed, they um, let me come in via Skype, and I was able to hear the session that way. That's a great point, and I did the same thing. And that was um, the way I attended virtually. And that was really exciting. Does anybody else have a, a question um, or a comment that they would like to uh, share about preparing for NEC? So uh, there's a comment in here about using PageFlakes. I'm going to bring up my NetVibes page. And I brought up, uh, I brought up the page from Classroom 2.0 that's the attending sign-up sheet. I forgot to mention this. If you're going to attend EduBloggerCon, this is a place to go to actually, we did this before on the wiki, and, and Jen, that was really hard getting people to upload their photos to the wiki. But here you can actually uh, view everybody who said they're going to be attending EduBloggerCon and sign up yourself. And it's a way to keep in contact with each other later. And then I want to show the, I really love NetVibes lately. Oops. For uh, managing uh, Twitter feeds. So I, uh, you just go to NetVibes, start your own page, and then you can you can add very easily. You just go to the. Um, am I logged in here? Do you remember how you actually add something to your page? Somebody will know. But you just add these widgets, and I search for anything with my name, 
you know, or for uh, things that I'm interested in, Learn Central, Edge Stimulus, Illuminate, Live Class 2.0. So I've got one page where I can see all of the Twitter activity around the topic. So for a conference, I, I'll add another one in here and bump it out and I'll say I'll put EduBloggerCon or NECC09 uh, to be able to watch, um, to have one place to go to watch all of that taking place. Does anybody remember how you add something to the page here? It's really obvious that I'm just missing it. I'm signed in. I want to add. Hello. Oh, edit. No. That's the layout. Top left corner. Add content. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so add content. <laughs> add a feed. And then you can just put your feed in there. And then it goes right onto the site. So it's it's really easy to do. And if you go to that Twitter search, it actually gives you. Let's do swine flu. Well, I'll do Steve Hargett on here. Right. So there, Roxanne has had tweeted out that I use Picnic for photo editing. Okay. And so I, I, here's this feed for the query. I can just copy that address and go back to my NetVibes page. Add it. Add a feed. Put the feed in. Boom, there it is. There's my search. And I can edit this. You know how many listings I want to show, show more detail, how I want it to open up when I when it opens up. And I click on it. So there it is. Really easy to add a feed. I'm sure why it's not showing the pictures, but typically it does. Oh, so Shamble says, just put in the website URL. It auto-finds the feed for you. Awesome. Yeah, and I, I, you can do the same thing on iGoogle. I just don't like iGoogle as much because I don't feel it's as flexible. Okay, and I wanted to make sure I put a note in here for EduBloggerCon, Sue, that these are, I'll remind myself to put in a fuller description, these are conversations, not prepared presentations. Beauty of a wiki. Peggy says the link to my page flakes for NECC last year. Let's look at that. Okay, we need to let Sue make her announcement. Yes, we definitely do. Let me get to that. And Sue, you want to take over? I have the slide up, and we have a special announcement, a very exciting uh, new series coming to you. Sue, want to take it away? 
um, this could be really easy, um, really difficult. Uh, my husband's sleeping in the next room, and if I wake him up, even though he keeps waking me up, I might be in some trouble. But yes, uh, thanks for inviting me to come in and talk to you. It looks like I, quite a few people in the room already uh, have met me before, by the look of it. I've known quite a few of the names in the list. But uh, we, we're going to, working together with Classroom 2.0 Live. We, we're going to be putting together a beginner's series. The whole idea is that it, it won't just be a beginner series. Obviously, it will focus on beginners. But for those that are, are used to the sort of work I do, uh, you, you generally find that I sort of have a mixture of the, the stuff that people often don't know anyway. So the first part of it will be a three-part series on using wikis. Uh, so um, please, uh, hopefully you'll join us on Wednesday your time, which is Thursday my time. <laughs> yeah, he might uh, he might tell me off. Did anyone have any questions about that? Because I know I haven't really made much sense because I'm pretty tired at the moment. It'll be a three-part series, and we'll be starting. Uh, so we'll be starting with Go Wild with Wiki Spaces. So we're very excited to have that branch off every other uh, Wednesday, starting this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, for us in the United States, and Eastern Time Thursday morning at 10 a.m. her time. So we are very excited to, to have her join us and branch off into this great new series. Sorry, I was just going to butt in there. Uh, if anyone's got a chance and, and is really into wikis, I'd really appreciate it if you can drop past the edgy blogger and just leave some of your tips and advice about using wikis. Because I'm really one of these people who, for those that follow my blogs, that like to build my presentations based on sharing information that other people give me and acknowledging the source that people give me. So that's really important for me if you can help me that way. That's a great idea. At theedgeblogger.com, is that the correct address? No, it's not. Would you like me to grab the address for you? Yes. Would you, could you please? I apologize. As well as our um, Classroom 2.0 wiki, uh, we always appreciate the feedback and the uh, topic show suggestions. Those are always great. And we have a great show that we're planning in the works. And we will um, post those details later in the week for you once they are confirmed and the show guest is uh, available. And this past week as part of the Future of Education interview series, um, Jean-Michel Cousteau was uh, interviewed by um, Steve Hargadon and uh, there was a just a wonderful interview with some really spectacular slides and, and pictures that were shared. And if you uh, missed it, you missed a great session. So um, please check out the recording. And you can click on the recording link right 